finally, on Iran-Iraq relations, I just want to start with a disclaimer. Is you know, essentially where Mina and Emma left off. Let no one be under the illusion that Iran was already the most powerful external actor in Iraq before June 2014. But still, it's important to remember how Iran's influence in Iraq increased exponentially as a result of how the Americans dealt with ISIS. In June 2014, the US made a tactical decision to refuse military support to the Iraqi government when ISIS were literally at the gates of Baghdad and threatening the capital. Iran mobilized immediately and helped Iraq uh, defend its capital and defend uh, the government. But having said that, there has been a backlash from Iran's aggressive uh, policies in Iraq, even from Shia quarters. Now, some will say the Sunnis will always complain, the Americans will always complain. But I think when we hear and see Iraqi Shias uh, frustrated and concerned with Iran, I believe the Iranians should pay close attention. And I just want to give three uh, quick examples before I finish. At a grassroots societal level, backlash, at the highest political level, and the highest uh, religious level. During the Arba'in pilgrimage, which is a Shia pilgrimage in which over one million Iranians came into Iraq, there was a very aggressive and I think systematic campaign um, to publicize Ayatollah Khamenei in Iran and to plaster his pictures all over uh, the streets and public buildings from Najaf all the way to, to Karbala. And often they would post these pictures of Ayatollah Khamenei over the pictures of Iraq-based Ayatollahs. And there was actually a, a picture that went viral um, and it was sent by the Shia themselves. And the title was Ya Gharib Kun Adib, which in English is, Oh Stranger, Behave Yourself. In other words, when you're in another country, respect this country's culture, norms, uh, and values. So just to reiterate, it's Shia Iraqis telling Shia Iranians to, 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 to behave themselves. At the highest political level, PM Abadi condemned uh, and was livid at the Persian writing we saw in Tikrit after the ISF and Hashd al-Shaabi defeated ISIS. Um, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of uh, Khomeini's army was here and defeated uh, ISIS. And he was angry, the Prime Minister was angry about uh, IRGC General Qasem Soleimani's very public um, role in Iraq and you know, the PR campaign and he was a shadow for a decade and all of a sudden he's taken selfies uh, with Iraqi forces and you know, drinking tea on the outskirts of, of, of Tikrit. And finally, at the highest, and this is where I'll end, at the highest religious level, uh, Sistani recently remarked, and I quote, while Iraq welcomes the help from its friends, it will, this does not mean turning a blind eye to its independence and identity. And Sistani's remarks were in response to an advisor of the Iranian president who called for a union and said Iraq is part of our identity, part of our culture, part of our capital. Now why Sistani's remarks here are very significant is it's very hard to provoke Sistani. George W. Bush provoked Sistani, ISIS provoked Sistani, Maliki provoked Sistani, and yet Sistani publicly um, issued this statement. And that he's issuing this statement clearly directed at the Iranians, even though he didn't mention them by name, um, Yunus is a very low-level official in Iran. You know, with all due respect, he's a nobody. But that Sistani had to respond publicly should signal to the Iranians that Sistani is actually speaking in a much broader context 
about an issue that is worrying uh, many in Iraq. And I'll conclude with that.